mindfulness mode. I would have been a nervous wreck. I would have lost the job offer. I would have to leave the country. My life would have been completely different if I hadn't found meditation at the time. Hey, welcome to Mindfulness Mode. This is Bruce, your host. So good to have you here today. And I am excited today because we're going to be talking about meditation. And meditation is one thing that I I mention a lot on the show and a lot of our guests do. It's such an important part of my life. I know that and so many of you have meditation as part of your life as well. And at this time during the coronavirus pandemic man you know i don't know how i'd get through this without my meditation practice but i'm very excited to have an expert meditation enthusiast with us today and he's been on the show before and i'm excited to have him back i have manny via with me today hey manny are you in mindfulness mode again today Absolutely, Bruce. Always in mindfulness mode, especially when I'm here talking with you. So yeah, and thank you for having me. Oh yeah, my pleasure. And I just meditated just a little bit earlier and I feel very calm and relaxed. And have you already meditated today, Manny? I have. I have my daily routine of meditation and uh, that's something I do every single day without fail. And what does meditation do for you, Manny? Meditation has so many aspects to it, Bruce. I mean, to me, the meditation journey started because I was in depths of despair. So let me let me take you back to 1996. Wow, back um, to 96. Yes, I knew that it was quite some time ago that you were having some challenges and started uh, meditating. Yeah. So what happened back in 96? So I had just graduated from high school back in India Mm -hmm. and I was preparing myself. I had prepared for the biggest engineering entrance exam, college entrance exam that all like all the students in India aspired to get into that. It's called the IIT JE Indian Institute of Technology joint entrance examination. It's the most grueling examination, the most challenging examination uh, for people in high school who are graduating high school and who aspire to go to college. So my parents, I to set the scene here, I grew up in a 400 square foot, one bedroom little corner apartment, no windows literally, Wow. only little window for the kitchen. That's all we had. And I grew up in that with me, my mom, my dad, my brother and my sister, there was five of us. So in India at the time, uh, the only thing like, IITJE was a big deal because that was your salvation. That was your way to get out of the tough times. And my dad was a struggling attorney at the time, didn't really have as much in terms of resources. So for us, the way out of all that we were going through was to get great higher education. And so I had spent around three to four years of my life preparing for this big exam because it was all I had to deliver. I had to um, do really well at the exam so I could be selected into the college so I could get into IIT, the Indian Institute of Technology, which is like the premier engineering college in the country in India. There's like at that time we used to have five or six campuses. Mm -hmm. Now we have a lot more. So 
for me, it was a very high pressure exam, very, very, very high pressure exam because everything was on the line. I had spent three years, my mom and dad had spent all of their waking hours helping me through this to hope that I will make it through that exam. And the night before the exam, night before the exam, I could not fall asleep. Oh, wow. So 12 a.m. comes around, can't sleep. 1 a.m., can't sleep. And now I'm like getting getting a little nervous because 9 a.m. is my exam. Yes. You know, 2 a.m., I still can't sleep. Mm-hmm. 2.30, and I'm getting even more nervous now. I'm like, if I can't sleep, what will happen? You know that yeah. feeling when oh, yeah. you're stressed out, and the more you stress out, the more you want to sleep, the less you can sleep. The more you stress out about sleep, the less you are able to sleep. Right. I was going through that at the age of 17, 18 at the time. And I just was so scared because like the more I thought about not sleeping, the more I could not sleep. At 3 a.m., I literally woke up my parents and uh, they gave me um, a sleeping pill. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's called Valium. Valium. Oh, yeah. And the sleeping pill. Yeah. The sleeping pill knocked me out. And I then I remember being shaken up at seven in the morning saying, hey, wake up. You need to get ready for the exam. I'm really groggy. I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. I'm really frustrated at this point, And I have to go write the biggest exam of my life. Wow. So yeah, imagine like as 17 year old, 18 year old, carrying all of that stress yeah, with you. I can't imagine. And had you, you ever taken Valium before? No. Oh, never. so this was your first experience with that. So sometimes first it's hard to experience. tell how your body's going to react to something like that. Man, I was so groggy. I was so confused. I was so frustrated. I was like, I don't want to go anywhere right now. I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Right? But I had to go. I had to go write the exam. I remember it was physics in the morning, mm-hmm. <laughs> 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then it was math in the afternoon. 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. and the next day it was chemistry. So it was grueling set of examinations mm-hmm. from back to back to back. And two months later, we got the results for the exam. So I had prepared for three years. I had given my whole life to it. And my expectation was to be able to score in the top 200 of the exam takers. So there's 100,000 people who write the exam. 100,000 students who write the exam any given year. All of India's graduating students, whoever aspires to, you know, to to be able to make it in their lives, they are either going to write this exam or going to write the medical exam to be a doctor. So 100,000 students write the exam. And I was hoping, really hoping to be in the top 200, top 200, 300, so I could go study computer engineering or electrical engineering. And then the exam results came and I was ranked 2,252, which is... I was still selected, but I was in the bottom end of the class, in the bottom 10% rather than in the first 10%. So out of the 100,000 students, I scored a rank of 2,252 instead of being in the top 200. Mm -hmm. Now, my brother had done the same four years ago. He had scored a rank of 92 amongst 100,000 test takers. Wow. So he had done it before me. So the pressure was on me to perform just as well as him. Yes. And the pressure was on me to like make sure my parents' three years of work didn't go to waste and my three years of work. All of that pressure led to this situation where I failed. To me, it was the biggest failure, even though I made it. Mm -hmm. I made it into the top 2,500 who were the graduate, like who were going to be able to get into the IIT. I didn't really make it because I couldn't choose the subject of my choice. I I couldn't choose the campus of my choice. Uh, The people who got the best ranks, they went did computer engineering, electrical engineering, or the 
subjects of their choice and i had to res- i had to take what was left for me and that was physics mm-hmm. so i went to the the campus that i didn't go want to go to that was 24 hours away from home on a train mm-hmm. and i had to go study physics rather than study engineering so i was really distraught i was really disappointed and that kind of started me on this journey of thinking how is it possible that you are so prepared that you have everything figured out that you are smart you are you know you're going to succeed you have everything mm-hmm. but then the stress takes over the anxiety takes over and it just crushes you it like felt so unfair to me wow yes it, it felt so unfair that all of my effort had gone to waste in some ways yes that i could have been one of the top 200 i could have done engineering computer engineering electrical engineering and gone to the school gone to the campus of my choice but no i was subjected to this misery just because i couldn't sleep for 4 hours before the 5 hours the night before the exam and that was because i was just so scared and nervous and stressed out and anxious yes yeah that really set me up on a track like i started to think what is this this is really wrong this is not how life should be life is really unfair if you put in so much hard work and then 2 hours of stress can just break you down like that right mm-hmm. 2 hours 4 hours of stress can totally like take everything out of your life that to me felt really wrong so i went on a journey and in my journey i found something called vipassana meditation right right and i went there for a 10 day retreat now i am a science oriented person so for me i didn't really want to do meditation i didn't believe in that i thought it was all woo but when i went there that's when i first got a taste it was a 10 day complete silence meditation 10 days in that location you're completely silent for 10 days and you're just being taught how to meditate and that was my first introduction to meditation at the age of 17 18 and that's how it all got started for me because i got to see what my mind was doing all the time and meditation isn't really you know it's not a religious practice or anything it's just a way to observe your mind right yes yeah. and so and what was that first experience like for you well the first experience was very intense very intense yeah. I, at that point i was still pretty young to be able to concept to be able to understand what was going on but the one thing that was very clear to me was that i didn't have my mind under my control right and when you don't have your mind under your control you're in for a very difficult life because when you don't have your mind under your control it can do crazy things to you it can stress you out when you don't need to be stressed out it can lead you to lack of focus it can lead you to you know suffering unnecessarily it can lead you to uh, go down paths you shouldn't be going down it can take away your calm your energy it can it can it can be very debilitating the truth is that i wasn't the first one to find that i didn't have a calm mind or i didn't have my calm my mind under my control almost all of us who are living in this world today we don't have our minds under our control and what i found was meditation was like going to the gym just for your mind so meditation when i went there i realized it was a workout for my mind it was a way to train my mind to focus my mind train my mind to focus on something right here right now in front of me rather than letting it run away in all the different directions so that was the starting point for me to really see what's going on like how our mind really works 
and how how much of a monkey mind it really is and no wonder i was so stressed out and i couldn't get myself to sleep because my mind was going all over the place and when did you decide to make it a daily practice that took me quite a bit over the years as i was in college i would start doing it more often but then i would fall off then i would do it more often then i would fall off and what happened was that to 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 relate to people today right now one of the one of the things i found in my uh, was that as i continued to add meditation to my daily practice i found results at a very uh, at a very um what i should call a meta level result so so the imagine the stress i went through back in 96 and you would argue that it is a certain level of stress for an 18 year old kid but then in 2004 i was working in austin texas as an engineer at the time i was working as a computer engineer at the time i had after i had graduated from college i had come to the us i had gotten a degree in electrical and computer engineering and then i had started working and i was working on my first job in austin texas in 2003 mm-hmm. and uh, that was my first job and 2004 i got laid off from that job oh and when you get laid off in america and i was what's called an h1b worker which one, which is a high tech immigrant worker visa that's the visa i had at the time when you have that visa you literally have when you get laid off you have 30 days to find a job okay or leave the country okay yeah so that is another level of stress oh, that i had yeah. never known yeah that, that must like have been real pressure it's insane because you know you have your house you have your car you have your friends you have your everything here i was you know here i am working on a job and going to my job every day and next day i have 30 days i have a clock counting down <laughs> to mm-hmm. go find a job or leave the country and you can't just go find a job at mcdonald's you have to find a job equally good equally well paying engineering job in the same field mm-hmm. so your options are very limited you can't just say i'm going to go start a business no you have to find a job right that's what h1b visa h1b visa demands so here i was in this pressure cooker of a situation and today i can empathize with people who are out there who are dealing with such stressful times because you know when you lose a job and you have very limited time and you're running out of funds and the money's dry and you you know like for me 30 days go find something or lose everything yeah 30 days isn't very long is it 30 days is nothing like uh-huh. compared to what a lot of people might have even today with all the crisis that's going on people probably have savings and that's exactly what i saw with my friends my american friends at the time who also got laid off along the same time like they also got laid off in the same batch as i got laid mm-hmm. off it, what 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 happened was something very fascinating um i remember the night before the interview before the nokia interview the night before my interview in san diego for nokia mobile phones i was really excited about the job i was that was my dream job and i was so excited but at the same time the pressure was the same i i could i, I could tell the pressure was the same as when i was like the night before the biggest exam of my life it was again the biggest exam of my life but this time you know i just used my meditation i used my powers to just calm my mind down and i fell asleep i woke up in the morning i show up at the job interview and again the pressure is building that anxiety is building and again i use my meditation to calm myself down to bring myself to focus and uh, i remember going through that uh, job interview and having such 
highly, highly, highly stressful job interview where, you know, I, I don't know if uh, your listeners are engineers or programmers, but engineering interviews are or programming interviews are really challenging because we're there. I'm literally, you go there at 9 a.m., the interview goes on all day till 5 p.m. And every hour there is one interviewer who's going to ask you a bunch of coding questions. You're literally solving problems on your feet all day long. Wow. You're solving technical problems, interview questions. You're solving them every freaking hour, all the time. You're wow. expected to solve this coding problem, this coding quiz, this, this quiz, this guy. Like it's all challenging, um, very challenging computer engineering questions that you are being subjected to. And I went through that whole job interview with the stress of knowing that if I don't do well, I could be out of my way. And this was, I could be on my way back. And this is like two weeks before the deadline was about to expire, right? So the stress was, was through the roof, but in the middle of stress, I was still able to take action and take proper, powerful, focused action. You see, um, often people say, oh, do you become fearless as a result of meditation? Do you feel like you were fearless? I'm like, no, you never become fearless. The opposite of fear is courage. And that's what meditation teaches you. You don't have to lose fear. You're able to take action in face. Fear. You're able to observe that fear and you're able to take action in face of fear. That is courage. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is taking action in presence of fear. And that's what meditation taught me that yes, there is fear. I can observe it. I can see it. And I'm still taking action. I'm still going to move forward. I'm still going to do the right thing right now. Right. I, I'm sure yeah. that meditation has given me a lot of courage as well. And sometimes I still feel fear, but I I just love having my daily meditation practice because it feels like it makes me more grounded. It makes me feel mm. certainly more calm and more relaxed, but I still, you know, I still feel different emotions, of course, you know, it's not like mm -hmm. some people think, oh, you know, maybe you become more emotionless or something. And, and that's not really true. But I think I notice my emotions more. And I'm able to maybe I'm able to choose how I deal with my emotions rationally, rather mm -hmm. than just letting my emotions control me, which is what it used to be like years ago when I didn't have a meditation practice. Yep, exactly. And that was my life was back in 96 when the emotions were running me. Yes. But in 2004, when I was giving the interview at Nokia in San Diego, I felt like I was the master of my emotions in the middle of that crisis, in the middle of that big setback when I have like two weeks left to get this job or leave the country. I know how big the pressure is. I know how hardcore that pressure is. But even then, in the middle of that, I'm, I'm giving my very best. I'm performing at my very best. And that's because of meditation. I had learned to conquer my mind, to control my mind, to know that it goes through its emotions, to observe it, and then continue on. So what happened, what happened was pretty fascinating. I did the interview, and a week later, or not a week later, yeah, four, five days later, I got a call from an 858 number and I picked her up and it was the recruiter from Nokia calling, hey, Manny, we're going to offer you the position of DSP engineer. And I remember being in my Austin room at the time, in my Austin apartment at the time, I literally fell to the floor crying wow. because in that moment, it was a victory of so many different magnitudes. It wasn't just the victory of the fact that I had a job and I could stay in the country. It was 
the idea that I had won over myself, yes. that my, that I wasn't controlled by my emotions and my stress anymore, that I ruled over that. And that to me was fascinating to, to be able to say that, yes, I can do what I want to do without my mind getting in my way. I can handle the biggest stress of life and I can still give my very best. To me, that was just one of the one of the sweetest victories in some ways because the ability to handle that was something I didn't have before. I was a kid who crumbled under pressure, but in the midst of the stress, in the midst of the challenge, in the depths of despair, I was able to pull it together wow. because I had by that time developed a pretty hardcore meditation practice. That's such a great story, Manny. And, uh, you know, it's true. Stress and panic can just shut us down in our tracks. And, you know, unless we have tools to move through that, it can be devastating how it can affect us. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm worried about right now. Today, people are people are in this panic mode, mm -hmm. in this crisis mode, they're feeling the crisis and I, I'm, I, I can't blame them. It's right. Yes, we are. We are in a very difficult situation right now, but ultimately what we make of it is going to be up to us. Right. And if we let this panic, this anxiety run our lives, we will not get the best. It's like I can already see that if I operate like that person who couldn't sleep the night before the biggest exam of his life, I'm going to lose massively. I'm going to, instead of, instead of delivering in the top 10%, I am going to be in the bottom 10%. That distinction is there. Imagine if I was that same person without meditation, trying to get that job, I would have been a nervous wreck. I would have lost the job offer. I would have to leave the country. My life would have been completely different if I hadn't found meditation at the time. Yes. By the way, just to complete that story in 2000, 2004, I actually got three job offers by the time the 30 days were up. Oh, you did? I, I wow. got three job offers and it was all because I had a level of mastery and control over my emotions that I didn't have before. And that to me was fascinating. And, and there's more to it. I had other friends, my American friends, who also had lost jobs during the same time. Mm -hmm. I remember so many of them, most of them could not even find a job for the next three months, four months. And I realized the reason for that there were so many different things that were going on, but the biggest thing was mastery of your own mind. And you don't have mastery of your, over your mind. You can find yourself struggling with all of these things. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I know uh, there have been a couple of uh, really rough spots in my life. I can tell you that I just, I just felt lost. I felt absolutely mm -hmm. lost and I felt like I was running around in circles and this monkey mind was going crazy and I I had pain and suffering and I was just mm -hmm. going through such a rough time. But then when I developed a meditation practice and a morning routine, then no matter what happened, I always had that meditation practice. I always had that same go to. So I always meditated at the same time and for the same amount of, well, sometimes I meditated longer, but I always meditated for at least 20 minutes. And then later in the day, if I felt any kind of stress coming on or felt like 
I was feeling a sense of overwhelm, I would just take mm-hmm. a few minutes and I would go into a deep state of meditation. And it was unbelievable how relaxed it helped me to become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and the beauty of meditation is, Bruce, as you know, we know this now, there are over thousand plus research studies done on meditation. It's not just some random voo-voo right. thing, literally. I mean, I have I have studied so many research papers on this meditation I, uh, because I wanted to understand what really happens. Literally, Harvard University research study that shows that meditation increases gray matter density in areas of the brain in as little as eight weeks. Just literally eight weeks, meditation increases gray matter density in in parts of the brain that are involved with decision-making and executive functioning. Right. That's Harvard University saying that. Yeah, and I've read studies as well that meditation creates new neural pathways. Even in as mm-hmm. short as, as 30 days, they begin to develop and your brain literally starts to change. And I don't think they had this research 20 years ago or even 15 years ago that research is more recent and they can now study the brain in such a way that they can see those new neural pathways have been completed and and created and so they know that meditation is actually changing the brain and how it works and so no wonder it feels so great no wonder you feel like a different person almost as a result yeah. of meditating for a certain length of time, you know, and I mean, mm-hmm. over, a, you know, a certain number of months, you start to feel more relaxed and even a certain mm-hmm. number of weeks can make that difference. Oh yeah. Eight weeks as yeah. Howard says, I yeah, mean, exactly. so many research studies. Now, if I start to read them out to you, if I have literally memorized so many of them because I have known about meditation for so long, it's crazy. Um, thousand research studies, There's this is what UCLA says. UCLA says meditation improves information processing, information processing and decision making. This is what University of California Davis says. Meditation improves focus, attention and ability to work under stress. Harvard University, meditation increases gray matter in areas of brain involved with learning and memory. It's ridiculous how much research study we have. Wisconsin, meditation reduces uh, density in areas of brain related to anxiety and stress. American Journal of Psychiatry, it says meditation helps reduce symptoms of panic disorder. University of Leuven in Belgium, it says meditation reduces depression, anxiety, and stress. It's on and on and on and on and on. There are thousand plus research papers. Now, I want to kind of, I also want to circle back to people and kind of establish the fact that the fact that I got the job offers in that high pressure situation, that was not a fluke because in 2006, I got laid off again. Oh, you did. And I had, again, the same H-1B visa and again, the same situation, find a job in 30 days or leave the country. That time I got five job offers in 30 days. Wow. (laughs) And it's like, I don't think I am special. I just think that practice helped me completely change my perspective. Mm -hmm. I know people struggle with interviews. People struggle with uh, handling such high pressure situations, but I have an unfair advantage now because for me, I know exactly how to handle those situations. And that was in 2006. And then again in 2007, I got laid off from my job at Texas Instruments and I had to find another job in 30 days. But at that time, I found another job in seven days and I kept the job and I kept the job till I decided I'm never going to get laid off again, which meant that I started my own business. So things evolved in a certain way, but literally I don't believe any of this was a like, 
I don't believe this could have happened if I hadn't found meditation. Yeah, I know I what you mean. I don't believe I can go from being someone who's such a nervous wreck that he literally on purpose, I spoiled my whole, uh, my all of my three years worth of effort. I, I totally screwed it up. I went from that person to literally finding job offers every single time, multiple, more than anyone else was finding in my group of friends. It was because, and not only that, it was a pressure cooker of a situation every single time. 30 days, find a job, leave a country. 30 days, find a job or leave the country. When it happens once, you call it a, a fluke. But when it happens so many times again and again and again in such high pressure crisis like situations, then you got to really dig deep into why it's happening. Yes, yes, you do. And, uh, you know, I've interviewed so many people for the show and the vast majority of the people I've interviewed are successful people who meditate and they tell me stories and have told me stories on the show about really tough times they went through and challenges and when they learned to meditate and when meditation became a regular part of their life their life changed and they became more grounded and more focused and more relaxed and more productive all of those things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I literally like I did not have any. So as, as uh, some of your listeners might already know me, I have a book summary business. I left my engineering career to start a book summary business back in 2015 around five years ago. And I was happy doing book summaries, but a lot of people would keep asking me, hey, how do you manage to read so many books every week? I read seven books a week. How do you manage to learn all of this? And I was like, hey, it's because of my meditation practice. And as a result, people ask me, like, I want to learn the meditation too. So I actually created a course on meditation just because people were asking me. And I, you know, for me, it has been such a blessing, but I never really cared to put it in a course until people were like, no, 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 I need to learn what you did because this is the kind of stuff that everyone needs to know. So I was like, all right. And that's how I ended up creating a course on teaching people on how to meditate. Well, tell us more about that, Manny. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's based on the simple, the simplest meditation practices that I learned in uh, when I first started meditating. And I've been to those, I've done, I've done over 40 days of complete immersion, like 40 days of meditation in retreats at this stage in my life. So I've been through a lot of meditation. So I've basically taken together all of my meditation knowledge and put it together in a course. And right now, Bruce, more than anything else, people need this. People need this to find their calm, find their mojo, to be able to handle this pressure, handle this anxiety, handle this challenge, handle this stress, handle this crisis, whatever you want to call it. I think if you can't get your mind under your control, no matter what's going on, you're going to find these situations to be really tough. But if you can find your mind and if you can get your mind under your control, you will outperform everyone around you. Yes. And that's all you can do. You really, your job is not to fix the whole world economy. Your job is to be better than everyone else around you. Right. When it comes to a job, when it comes to a business proposition or anything else, your job is to be the best so that you are the choice. And meditation will give you the tools to do that. And uh, for your listeners, I'm going to offer them a ridiculous 80% off our course so that at this time, I want everyone to be able to use this meditation right now. Well, I know this is something you're really passionate about, helping people during this crisis. And I am too. 
And that's one of the reasons I connected with you because I know how generous you are and how you wanted to get this out. And I totally believe that meditation is something that can help us through this, help us be winners through this. And there are people who are very very successful through downturn times because, you know, you just have to be calm and move in the right direction and sometimes pivot, but just be very focused about what you're doing and making sure that what you are doing is what can help other people who need what you have to offer at this time. So meditation can put you into that place. I know that. Absolutely. Meditation is, to me, meditation changed my life. If it wasn't for meditation, I wouldn't have been able to handle all the crisis I have been able to handle in my life. And I know it can help every single one who actually puts it to practice. And that's that's what I teach in my course. I teach exactly what I learned from the basics to the most advanced. And not only that, a lot of people get stuck in meditation because they're like, oh, it's just like sitting here. I don't know if I'm making progress. I don't know how to make a habit out of it. And as I saw that, I said, okay, well, I need to guide people. So what I did was I actually literally created group coaching calls. So every month, people who join the meditation program that I have, every month we get together in a group coaching call where I help people through their problems. So for a whole year, you also get a group coaching, like for 12 months, you'll get group coaching with me to help you through this meditation journey. Every single month, I'll be here for you. Wow. Wow. This includes 12 months of group coaching. That's fantastic, Manny. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, I, uh, for all of you guys out there who are listening, uh, Bruce and I, um, I've, I've, uh, we've created a special link for you guys so you can go grab it right now. I think it's available to the first 50 people who grab it, this 80% discount. So just go to mindfulnessmode.com slash meditate and then enter the coupon code COM2020, COM2020, and you'll get 80% off the course. Let me just reiterate that mindfulnessmode.com. So jot this down, Mindful Tribe, mindfulnessmode.com slash meditate. And then use the coupon code CALM, C-A-L-M, 2020. And that will give you, how much of a discount is that giving you? That's giving you a pretty significant. It's around $400 discounts. So it's a pretty giant discount. And uh, the reason why I want to do this is because I know people need it. People need it right now more than anything else. Everything else uh, you can count as uh, an addition to your to to everything else is important but this is like the most important because if you can get your mind under your control everything else is under your control then you can do whatever you want wow that is fantastic so yes i think this is a great time to get started with meditation i mean most people have time you know you just have to have you just have to have the will you have to have the determination that you're going to make this a part of your life because it truly will make a difference for you it truly will help you with you know help you with anxiety reduce anxiety reduce any kind of stress so that you can move mm-hmm. ahead with a level of calm and that's why that's why we made that coupon code calm 20 20 because that's what we need right now isn't it manny 
we needed more than anything else right now, man. Um, and uh, I'm happy to answer all the questions when you guys join. Um, uh, you know, we we take pride in our in everything we do here. So that's why I offer a 180 day, 100 percent money bank guarantee. So almost six months. If you don't like it for any, any reason, you know, you get your money back, and um, that's probably the best I can do at this point. I'm, I'm I'm giving you all the knowledge I have on controlling your mind and getting your mind under control. And I'm giving you the best possible way to get you get this offer right now. And you do have a lot of knowledge on this. You've not only meditated for over 20 years, but you've read so many books about meditation. I know that. That's right. I, I, that's my obsession now that I've left engineering. I read books for a living. You know that. Yes. And I read books and summarize books for a living. And that's kind of, you know, one of the other reasons why I need meditation so I can stay focused and I can learn quickly and learn at rapid pace so that I can summarize the knowledge of those books. Yes. Yeah. Well, Mindful Tribe, I encourage you to jump onto that uh, website by going to mindfulnessmode.com slash meditate and then use that coupon code CALM2020. Thank you so much for being here today, Manny. Thank you very much, Bruce. It's always a joy to talk to you. I really enjoy talking to you. It's fun how we get to explore the depths of our minds in some ways and be more mindful in today's crazy world. Right, exactly. Well, you have a great rest of your day, Manny. Thank you very much. Bye now. Bye-bye. Mindful Tribe, I hope you enjoyed today's interview. If you did, please tell your friends about the show. Every person who subscribes and listens helps our show. So in the meantime, take what you heard today and reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode. 